The Infinity Stones, the Soul Gem, powered by the user's Master of Reality, can preserve the soul to allow for life after death. Currently held by Ultron. The Mind Stone, powered by the user's Mastery of Soul, can grant telepathy or intelligence. Currently held by Turk Barrett. The Power Stone, powered by the user's Mastery of Mind, can make a person more physically powerful. Currently held by Drax. The Space Stone. Powered by the user's mastery of power, can allow teleportation through space. Currently held by the Black Widow. The Time Stone. Powered by the user's mastery of space, can allow a person to travel through time. Currently held by the Super Scroll. The Reality Stone. Powered by the user's mastery of time, can allow a person access to the multiverse. Currently held by Captain Marvel. The Infinity Stones were reborn and scattered, passing from hand to hand across the universe, through time, transgressing the boundaries between worlds. To protect the Power Stone, hidden on the planetoid Zaitung, Drax and the Nova Corps faced down the Fraternity of Raptors and the Chitauri Army. Meanwhile, as the Guardians work to defeat a race of evil tree creatures, a newly transformed Groot flexes his muscles. Infinity Countdown 2. Yep. All right. You ready to do this? Yeah. I I don't. <laughs> I think I had the same questions as last time. So that's that's perfect then. Yeah. Hello, welcome back to Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos. Oh, wow, that was really stupid. I like got stuck. Hello, in the welcome yeah. back to Resurrections. A, I got it messed up too. Wait, I'm gonna. Wait. Hello, welcome back to Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast. I'm Al Sedano, and, and I was Brother Joe. Joe. Wait, what? Yeah. Well, looked, I mean, 96 episodes. You, you know, you don't expect me to have this memorized yet. Not yet. Maybe by a hundred. Maybe. And on this podcast, we are doing Infinity Countdown number two, written again. by Dugan. Again, but not again for you. This is your first time listening, and our first time producing. I think it's Wait, our first. second time. Did I say first? It's pretty much going to be, it seems like it's my first time. It feels like my first time doing it. I don't remember doing it, so. Written by Jerry Duggan, yep. penciled by Aaron Cooter, and Michael Hawthorne. Mike Hawthorne, yeah. Inked by Aaron Cooter. Are they related? Oh, it's the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> and Terry Pallett. <laughs> Colored artist by Jordi Belair. Letterer by VCs. Corey Petit. Nope. It's a, a, actually the way it was, the way it's spelled. Petit. Petit. Nope. Split up. What what two words would Pet make it. up? 
Yep. Had it. I looked it up. Oh. Covered artist by Nick Bradshaw and Maury Hallowell. Hallowell, yep. All right, you do the rest. Forging the Armor Page artist, Mike Diodato Jr. and Frank Martin. And we don't have to care about the cover, varying cover artists. Okay. All right. So, yes, as you heard last time, our recording for episode two went away. It went to that great podcast recording in the sky. Never to be seen again. It's on the internet somewhere. Probably. Wait, wait it never went on the internet. So, no, it's not on the internet. It's on your computer somewhere. No, it's not. Did you check your deleted files? No, no, I have it. It's about the first 10 minutes, and then it just goes to nothing. Uh, yeah. It's the whole thing, but it is. It's like 10 minutes of us talking, and then it just goes to a line, like a, a dead line. Well, that's good enough. <laughs> we didn't even get to the issue in 10 minutes. Listen, not all the podcasts are going to be great. I mean... We're on minute 16 right now. We're just starting this issue. Hopefully this time will work better. Yes. All right. Quick break for synopsis, and then we'll be back. Infinity Countdown number two had a cover date of June 2018 and went on sale on April 18th, 2018, with a cover price of $4.99. It has now been reprinted in the Infinity Countdown trade paperback, along with issue one, the Prime issue, and the Adam Warlock one-shot. Not long ago, our unnamed captive dwarf is toiling away whatever his new master is forcing him to make. Currently, on Telfernia, Groot takes out Scar, the Godzilla-sized evil version of Groot, by allowing Scar to eat him. Scar then vomits flowers, and then, like in the movie Alien, his chest explodes, sending flowers everywhere. Groot is victorious, just as Groot foretold. Victory achieved, the Guardians head back to Zaitung to help Drax and the Novas defend Power Stone. Gamora is not happy with Star-Lord for lying about it to her, even though he tries to defend the lie, saying she wanted the Soul Gem, not the Power Stone. Different thing. Back on Zaitung, Drax and the Nova Eve Bakken are among some of the last defenders of the Power Stone when Eve reveals she is in labor. Then Galactus shows up. Then Galactus falls down. It's actually not Galactus, just the Galactus-shaped ship or robot, I'm not sure which, that Rocket has, hoping to use it to scare away the bad guys. And since that isn't going to work now, it's time for Plan B. Lots and lots and lots of guns. The rest of the Guardians show up, and Warbringer destroys their ship. Separated from the others, Gamora and Ant-Man go to find the rest of the team, while Nova takes on Warbringer. Talonar from the Fraternity of Raptors is already fighting him, and does not want any help from a Nova. Though, any expected battle between the two takes an unexpected turn when Talonar turns out to be Robbie Ryder, Nova's, aka Richard Ryder's, younger brother. Any family reunion we are going to have, happy or angry, is put on hold as Warbringer attacks the two again. Back at the Power Stone, the Guardians have made their way there to join Drax and the Novas in defending it. Ant-Man attempts to use his pin particles to shrink it to a movable size, but that doesn't work. Eve has to stop fighting as she gives birth to her daughter, and the Chitauri and Raptor armies enclose in on our heroes. On Earth, Adam Warlock has awoken from his cocoon and takes off for space where Ramatut showed him the Magus was with the Soul Gem. However, when he gets there, he discovers not the Magus, but Ultron, 
who's taken over the entire planet and is using the soul gem to torture none other than the Silver Surfer. of several species, including the Dominators, the Kuns, the Tanagarians, and the Durlins. And they want our superheroes. Even though Australia has been decimated, the United Nations response is unequivocal. Drop dead. First Strike, the Invasion podcast, takes you back to that moment in time and covers the entire Invasion DC Comics crossover. Issue by issue, tie-in by tie-in. Join Bass and Siskoid at fireandwaterpodcast.com or on iTunes. First Strike, the Invasion Podcast, a proud member of the Fire and Water Podcast Network. Remember, Melbourne. And we are back. I said it was quick. Yes. All right. Let's make this a little easier instead of jumping. I don't know. What would be easier for you? Do you want to go as, a, as a, the order and like jump around, or you want to do like the different... Like, stick with one battle and then the other. Um, oh, wait, no, this one doesn't jump around like the other one. No, I don't think it does. No. No, that's right, I forgot. This, yeah, this is straightforward. It goes from the battle in Telfernia with Scar, and then it jumps right to the thing on, uh, with the Power Stone and stays there to the end, which is nice. Oh, and then it jumps to Adam Warlock at the very end, actually. It flows. Yeah. We can go in order. So we first get that one page with the dwarf making weapons, which is really nothing new. It's just make weapons faster or I kill you. Okay. And, and again, no, it's, it's done. It's done in different art by yep. different artists. Yep. And again, it is not Pip the Troll before you ask. No, it's Gollum. <laughs> it's Gollum. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Gollum the Troll. Gollum the Troll. All right, so let's finish up the Guardians battle against Scar, where he eats Groot, and Groot makes him explode flowers. I love it how Groot is like, he's talking shit. I don't know how else, what other word to say. Now that I know you're uh, you're going to beep out all my curses, I feel free. I feel more free to curse. <laughs> but I love it how he's talking, he's talking shit. He's getting thrown into Scar's mouth. <laughs> Groot will see you in hell, Scar. Yeah. <laughs> Have you watched yet Batman Brave and the Bold cartoon? No, I did not. It's on, DC. To... It's on the DC app, right? I'm pretty sure. Look for any episode with Aquaman. Groot is like, because that's what Aquaman's like. The Aquaman on Brave and the Bold is all excited about, like, let us go to battle! Come, friends, let us fight villains! We need to get that guy to play Groot. And he's Groot. That's what Groot's like. It's great. Yeah, he's very excited. He speaks to... Does, wait, does Aquaman say Aquaman is going to go into battle? Does he refer that, to himself as the third person? That I would be really funny. It's been a while, but I think he has. And he has right. a little catchphrase. Outrageous! That's kind of cool. Oh, you know, that, that show is... You just got to get in the mindset it's going to be fun, and that's it. It's it's a fun Batman show. No, my, like some of my friends love that show. Yeah, it's... What's his name? Diedrich Bader from the... Uh, Drew Carey show. He's back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's good. I heard the voice. I've seen parts of it and stuff. It's good. I know it's good. I just, yeah. you know. Actually, like, the last like e- many, many other things, I just haven't. And the last episode, they replaced Aquaman's voice with the guy from Mary with Children, uh, who played Jefferson. 
so funny. They actually talk about married with children on there. Was he like? Doesn't he say it wasn't a good show until? No, 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 no. They they're trying to get the sh- someone's trying to get the show canceled. So they haven't. Some Batmite's trying to get the show canceled. So he gets he uses his magic to replace Aquaman's voice because that with I forget his name, but that actor because that actor for a while was known as like a show killer because like he would join shows at the like at like he would join a show that's been on for several years and then the show would be canceled a year later. Like I think he joined Love Boat. He joined Happy Days and one or two other things. So he's Aquaman, but he's like saying, you know, actually, Marrow Children was on for like eight, more, like nine more years after I came on. Yeah, he was on more than Steve was. Yeah, no, Steve was only in the first two seasons. That's his, that's his, he was only in the first two seasons. Yeah, that's it. Seems like longer. Yeah, but um, so yeah, they talk about he actually. I mean, what else is a Batman show going to reference Marrow Children? I know, serious. But yeah, no, it's all anyway. But yeah, no, it's worth watching. Even just like watch one episode, look for an episode with with Aquaman, and you're like, holy crap, that's screwed. Yeah, I'll get to it. But anyway, that's over pretty quickly. It's only like two pages, and they're like, okay, let's back to the ship and go help Drax. And of course, Gamora is not very happy about that because she's pissed that Star Lord knew where Infinity Stone was and didn't tell her. I like how his rationale. Look, I didn't. I didn't lie. I didn't tell you the whole truth. You're looking for the soul gem. This is the power gem. I didn't tell you about this one. <laughs> you know, you told me you're looking for that. I didn't tell you about this. It's related. <laughs> so condescending. Now, do you read Rocket with Bradley Cooper's voice? Because I kind of do. Well, it kind of had that voice. I'm pretty sure he kind of had that voice in my head already. Like, I was pretty sure that Rocket was going to sound like that. You thought Rocket, you looked at Rocket Raccoon years ago and said, you know the guy from The Hangover? That's who I'm thinking of. That's him right there. Well, he doesn't really like, he puts voice on. He doesn't really sound a, a lot like himself. No, he no, puts he, a, doesn't. he doesn't. But, oh, that's what you're saying then. It's not that you thought of Bradley Cooper. You just thought of that kind of voice. That's the kind of voice, yeah. That kind of, I think, I think everybody just kind of assumed that that's the kind of voice he would have. Possibly. I mean, it's not going to have a deep voice. Yeah. Anyway, I was right about the pregnant girl. Oh, about going into labor? Yeah. Well, yep. uh, not about her going into labor, but how it's going to be a problem. Yep. I mean, hey, she's been in labor for a couple hours and she was fighting. That's pretty impressive. I don't know. I've never been in labor. It hurt. From what I understand, I mean, because I haven't either, obviously, it hurts a lot. So the fact that she's standing and fighting while in labor and not losing, pretty damn impressive. She's pregnant. She shouldn't have taken this. Uh, she's putting her baby's life in danger. I like how she is. Yells. You know she is. You've seen the end of the story. She, yes. might, she might have to kill the baby. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm not arguing. I will admit, yeah, when, when you're nine and a half months pregnant, probably not the best idea to be on the battlefield. Yeah, I'm just I'm saying. It's, no, there's that's two different things though. I'm not saying it's a good idea to be on the battlefield when you're that pregnant. I'm just saying it's impressive that she's able to be on the battlefield and win. You still be winning. You're encouraging her. Be more like Drax. Tell her no. No, Drax doesn't tell her no. Drax She's just strong. says don't give birth. <laughs> Drax just says don't give birth yet. Two different things. Jack's not saying don't be here. Jack's just saying don't give birth yet. He's saying no to everything. 
Uh, Drax just says no to things, I think. That's just Drax's opinion of everything. No. No. And then Galactus shows up. Yes. Sort of. Because it's Rocket in a Galactus suit. It's a cool idea. Except that it falls apart pretty quickly. Yeah, whatever. He's, you know, he goes to plan B right away, starts shooting. A lot of guns. Yeah. You know, maybe his plan was just to take him off guard, you know? Yeah, I'm sure he knew it wasn't going to work. And then there's the fight with Warbringer after he blows up their ship. And Ant Man, <laughs> I like the whole thing of Ant Man holding on to Gamora's earlobe. Yeah. You told me. You all told me. I was coming to space to die. Yeah, he could have held on to a better part. <laughs> it's kind of rude. <laughs> but I guess, you know what, that makes sense. Because if he's holding on to her shoulder, she's not going to be able to hear him. Yeah, and not really as much for him to hold on to. The ear, he can kind of, like you see, he's like holding on with both hands and gripping with the knees. No, but the shoulder's got clothes. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can always it's hide. Easier to hold, like, you would think it'd be easier to hold on to, like, clothes or, like, her hair or be mm. in her pocket. It's kind of hard to hold on to skin. You got a point there. But, like we said, he needs to talk to her, so. Although, he could have sat in there. That would be a better idea. Sit, Sit in-, in her ear, Ant-Man. Yeah, that's a, a nice idea. little crevice in there. Just take a seat. Do you think Gamora actually cleans out her ears often? Uh, you're not supposed to clean out your ears, so... On waxy buildup, no. yeah. Not supposed to use those Q-tips. Well, no, you're not supposed to jam them in your ear. Oh. Then, no. And also, it's not just wax in there. Gamora probably has, like, blood, dry blood in her ear or something. Soap. Soap works. That's all you need is soap. You take a shower. I mean, she, was, take she, was shower. By Th- she was raised by Thanos. I don't think, you know, personal hygiene was, like, the thing that he really emphasized. No, but infection. Well, enough for that, but, yeah. She's not stupid. She takes showers. Did she ever, did she ever sleep with, uh, um... Nova. Quill? Quill? Uh, in the comics, I don't know. I know she has with Nova. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, the one that she's with in that panel. You know, yeah, the one yeah. she says, let go of me. He's like, I'm not sure it's a great idea. Yeah, that Him. was fun. That was a and, funny one. And also, uh, once with Tony Stark. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so left, she's taking a shower. It left him kind of broken. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I can't remember that. <laughs> they were like, we told you you couldn't handle her. <laughs> yeah, so she showers. I guess. I'm not saying she doesn't shower. I'm just saying, you know. She would look natty if she didn't shower. I didn't say she didn't shower. I just said the ear in her ear might not be the cleanest place. You take a shower. You know, you wash your hair. The soap falls in there. Your ears are clean. Okay. You're, yeah. She's not stupid. I never said she was stupid. Well, she's not showering. She's not person. <laughs> this is stupid. How the hell do we get on this? You brought it up. Anyway, oh, so... And I'm regretting every minute of it. <laughs> yeah, so now where are we? Uh, he's hanging onto her ear, and got, he wants to shrink the... He's like, I'm gonna... He's like, don't worry, I'm gonna take care of this. I'm gonna shrink the... Infinity the, Stone. The stone, yeah. Because it's like a mountain. Yeah. But Nova goes to fight Warbringer, and the talent and the raptor who's fighting him, Talon, is pissed because he's like, get out of my battle. That's which is pretty stupid, to be honest. Like, if somebody's helping you fight your enemy, well, then let them help you. Or, more importantly, 
if they're both if both your enemies are fighting, let them fight. Yeah. And then beat up the one who wins because they're going to be a lot more tired. Yeah, they're fighting more like he's making the fight more like a uh, uh, what do you call it? A triple threat match in uh, in wrestling. Yeah. Where you don't want the other opponent to pin to to pin the other opponent because if he pins the opponent, you still lose because he's the winner. Yeah. Yeah, this one's like kind of a thing of like waiting for the guy to win the bat, win the match, and then you come out and just like you know beat the hell out of him real quick. But it doesn't matter anyway because he realizes Talon realizes who he is, and it's like I'm your brother. See, I don't have a finger. Yeah, because his brother's finger chopped off like 20 years ago. Why? Uh, it's when I mean not 20 years their time, 20 years real life, real time when Nova was in the New Warriors. Uh, this group of criminals, I forget if they were criminals or supervillains, whatever, but they kidnapped his brother and basically sent back part of his finger. You know, it's like, stay out of our way or else we'll send more of your brother. So he's always been missing that little bit of his pink, that part of his pinky since. And when did uh, they get separated where they thought they died? Uh, I am not sure. I think his brother was a Nova for a while. They made it seem like he was a Nova because he says, uh, uh, the Nova Force turned off, and they left and, me for dead. Yeah, so I thought I think he was. I think there was a story I really haven't read the whole thing of it yet called the Thanos uh, Imperative. I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Because Richard talks about going to what they call the Cancerverse, and I think that's what happened there is that he got stuck in that place, this other dimension, for a while. Kind of cool. So I guess they both thought each other was dead, and now they're back. Except of course his brother's working for bad guys. Well. But do you know? Do you know how he got ended up? Uh, do you know what happened to him? Like how he got out of where he, the Cancerverse, and uh, he ended up working for. Uh... No, 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 no. Nova was in the Cancerverse. The brother Talon oh. wasn't. Yeah. Where was Talon? Hmm. Where was Talon? Where was he? I don't know. Oh. Uh. So I know he was a Nova. I'm pretty sure, like I said, um, I thought I remember him see, being a Nova. And obviously what they say here kind of confirms he was. But I don't know what happened. You don't know where he was left. Yeah, I don't know where he was left and how he got went to the Talons and, uh, I mean, the Raptors and became Talon. Because Talon's not just one of the Raptors. He's like one of their leaders. It's interesting. It's kind of a weird look also. Like he has like a fur coat, like a fur cloak. Kind of like Jon Snow. Yeah, it's like a mix of like something from Game of Thrones, but like with like a alien techno- like alien suit of armor. Yeah, I like it. Wait, let me look at that glove. No, the glove is full fingers. I already looked at it. It does? What's yeah. the point of that? Oh, because the glove, is that like a fake finger? Maybe. That's my guess. That maybe it's like the top half is uh, filled in with something. His fingers are longer with the glove on. Yeah, they look sharp, so maybe they're meant to be claws. Yeah. We finish their fighting, because we leave them, because Warbringer's about to beat the hell out of both of them anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and the Guardians show up now. And again, Groot's awesome. Groot is happy to see Drax and adds it. Groot has killed many souls since last we met. Yeah, I like Groot talking. He's new again. So then there goes uh, Scott Lang. Yep, he's going to shrink the stone uh, any second now. Don't embarrass me, science. Yes, that's the best line. 
And of course, Drax is like, at least matters cannot get worse. And then there's the baby crying. Actually, the best line is Groot's line here. This is by far the best line. What? Which one? Oh, their faces are a match for my wood. Yes. Yeah, that's going too. Yes. There's there's no need to talk about it. Just that's the that, that's definitely Groot's best line. And then here comes the baby in the middle of everything. Gamora's like, you might have to kill that baby. <laughs> this is yeah. your fault. Why would you bring a baby here? Now he's going to die, and it's your fault. You're really bothered by the baby being in the battle, aren't you? Yeah, well, do you see us have any medical supplies? You should not read the 90s Nomad series. Oh. He spends the whole time with a baby strapped to his back. It's similar to this. Anyway, so, you know, she's dealing with her bad decision. (laughs) Gamora, I like that. It's very depressing, but yeah. I like the line. I mean... Yeah. So I'm sure my parents died trying to keep me alive, but perhaps, you know, if they knew what would have happened, they might not have, you know, tried to keep me alive. But that's kind of, she's kind of wrong, too, because, you know, she's on the good side now. So she came out all right, you know. Yeah, but maybe she's, I guess she's saying, like, considering what torture she went through as Thanos' daughter, it might have been better maybe if she was never, she just died as a child. Uh, You know what? You let me... (laughs) Make that decision. You know, when I'm older, I can end it myself. Don't <laughs> kill me before. They give me a goddamn chance, all right? Maybe it'll be great. Maybe they'll think I'm cute and take yeah. care of me. Don't drown me in the puddle. So you're not, so you're not, so you're, you're against Gamora saying kill the baby. Um, That's what you're saying, obviously. Because maybe, you know, like you said, maybe if they got, I mean, obviously we know they don't die. But if they did, she's like, hey, maybe, they, you know, the Raptors would take me in and raise me. At least I would have had a home. You know, maybe it would have been nice. Yeah, I'm against it. I think she should have just said you were stupid. Why yeah. Did you, you shouldn't have done this. Hey, you're anti-killing baby. I am fine with that. Yeah. Somebody shut that chicken up. What was that from MASH? And he said, tell the, he told the chicken. The lady was holding a chicken. And oh, said, yeah. that chicken quiet. And then it, but it wasn't a chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Very depressing episode. So they're all fighting, and we'll see what happens to these people next issue, because it looks like they're about to get overrun. Because, I mean, they're fighting, but everyone has, like, like Groot has, like, five guys on him. Star-Lord and Gamora have, like, a guy or two hanging on to them. Yeah, hopefully something cool will happen. I don't take any of these stories serious until somebody dies. So unless somebody dies, I'm not impressed. But we don't finish the battle because we go now to Earth. Because Adam, Adam Warlock, Warlock, who hasn't eaten in a while. Yes, he has woken up in Egypt. His cheeks are sucked in so, so much. He looks like he's like he he's on like, a big diet. He looks like a Calvin Klein model. Yeah, a little bit. He flies out to where the um, he knows the Magus is. Yes. Because they showed him where he was before they stabbed him. Yes. And fights, and who does he find there? Ultron. Yep, Ultron. Ultron bots. You know, ever since you said that now, every time I, I keep trying to, I every time I say his name now, I have to keep stopping and thinking, am I saying Ultron or Ultron? You you definitely, I was listening to the podcast, you definitely say 
I don't know what you say. You're not saying it now. Yeah. You're saying like y'all. You're saying like Yaltron. I know what that. <laughs> Listen to the podcast. I put it in the sh- I put it in the notes. If you notice. No. Did you I read the description of the episode. I said, can Al learn how to say the word? This word probably not. Well, maybe it's just your way of saying it, like coo whip. Coo whip. Coo whip. Say cool. Coo. Say whip. Whip. Say them both together. Coo whip. Eh, close enough. Yeah, but yes. So yeah, he destroys it and he finds out where uh, Ultron is, and he's in that. He's over on the other side in that building. Yeah, he finds him there, and he's with another guest, as they say. Silver Sipper. Being tortured. Yeah. Looks kind of messed up. Looks like half his skin's been peeled off. Oh, you mean that... I keep thinking it looks like the light's reflecting on him, though. I'm not sure what it's supposed to be. Is it the light reflecting, or is it like almost like the skin's being peeled off and we're seeing like the skeleton, you know, his like muscles underneath? But I thought he has like skin underneath. I see what you're saying. You're, you're saying you, you would assume if you peeled off the shell, the silver surface shell, there would be the form of the person underneath. Yeah, I thought he looked like he just. I thought he was just a bald, uh, like basically like a bald white guy underneath there. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm not sure about the silver surfer. Does that cover him, or that the, or does he become that? Yeah, I don't like, know. I'm not sure because it's a power cosmic. Like, is it like venom where it's just the venom suit is on top of you? Or is it like one of those things where he actually becomes like that's his, that actually is his skin. Yeah, nobody ever answers that question, do they? He never takes it off, right? He has in the most recent series. He's ta- he's had to come power down a few times, but again, I'm not sure. Like, is he like Colossus? Colossus's skin isn't underneath the metal. Colossus' skin becomes the metal. I so I'm mean. I'm not sure. He does he have Venice? genitals, right? Sometimes I think he doesn't have genitals. Like I think of Silver Surfer as like a like a eunuch sometimes. But that's not. He does have genitals, right? I don't know. Is he ever been with a woman? I mean, as the, the Silver... He had a girl. He's had a girlfriend or two, but I don't know if they've done anything. And also, he's an alien, so just because he's humanoid-looking doesn't mean he has all the same parts down there. Oh. See, maybe, maybe, maybe none of them have it. They might have some other way of reproducing. I have no idea. This comic is leaving more questions than answers. So, do you think about the Serpent's genitals a lot? Uh, no, but I think I just kind of, like, because, <laughs> I mean, because it's covered up, like, it's, there's nothing there, but I, like, you know, it's a suit or something. Like, you assume, I, if it is a suit, yeah, like, I can understand, you know, it's supposed to cover it up. You don't want, like, a bulge sticking out. Well... Somebody's wearing underwear. They usually have bulge sticking out. Anyway, yeah, I just kind of, the way it looks, it makes me think, like, in my head, I just kind of, like, sometimes assume that he is a eunuch. Like, I think of him as a eunuch, even though I'm sure he's not, but maybe he is. Yeah. But he's alien, so, I mean, he might look like a eunuch, but still not be one. Yeah. Yeah, he could have it tucked in like a dog, like where it goes inside him. Oh, yeah, there you go. Or maybe it's detachable, and he's got it in his, like, drawer. At home somewhere. Keeps them from making bad decisions. Yeah, I get that.
sitting with a bad hangover and my penis was missing again. This happens all the time. It's detachable. This comes in handy a lot of the time. I can leave it home when I think it's going to get me in trouble. Or I can rent it out when I don't need it. But now and then I go to a party, get drunk, and the next morning I can't, for the life of me, remember what I did with it. First I looked around my apartment and I... Well, the episode's almost over, so I think it's time to get into our feedback. This time we are covering feedback from episode 94, Infinity Countdown Part 1, Don't Fear the Reaper. On Facebook, the post about that episode was liked and shared by Joe Sedano, Darren and Ruth Sutherland, Bill Bear, Samuel Bricci, Warlord Worlds, Rad Adventures Network, Andy Handova, Dan Ostroff, Michael Seibert, Jesse Starcher, John M. Wilson, Jason Venable, Paul Spataro, Michael Lane, Jonathan Schaefer Hames, Gene Hendricks, Pat Sampson, Derek William Crabb, Comic Reviews by Walt, and Walt Neeland. On Twitter, the post was liked and retweeted by Into the Weird, Bill Bear, Peter Rios, Blood and Black Rum, The Phantom Zone Podcast, Doc Strange, Athena's Fangirling Endgame, Prajavin Saxena, Secret Wars and Beyond Podcast, Clifford Riley, Bernice Shelby, Carrie Avida, Jason Snickvetable, Bub, Chris Matthews, and Let's Get Shitty Show Podcast. I also have a few more people who are following our Tumblr page, resurrectionsadamwarlock.tumblr.com, that need be thanked. So thank you to The Psychotic Mercenary, Techie on Board, All in Durant, Hotchin Stuff, and Earthquake Pirate Blur. Okay, now, don't, I'm not going to be reading an email or a comment from the Podbean site because, well, we're all caught up in those. If you like that part, please send in an email, resurrectionspodcast at yahoo.com, or look for our podcast on Podbean and leave a comment on there. However, I do have iTunes reviews to read. Two of them, in fact. I think too. The first one is from last June, but to be honest, I don't remember if I read it or not, so we're going to read that now just in case, and we'll do the other one next time. So the review is from June 9th from Samuel Bear, five stars, awesome, titled Late to the Party. This is a great podcast, and I only wish I found it sooner. I'm binging it right now, along with two other podcasts, to total up to my 30 podcasts. This is by far the best podcast I have that reviews him and Thanos. Keep up the good work. So, first of all, Samuel, thank you. And 30, that's a lot of podcasts to listen to. I'm glad we're included in there. And I've had one or two people say this is the best podcast that reviews Adam and Thanos. I'm assuming it's a joke, because I don't know of any other ones that actually review them on a regular basis. But I'm curious. Are there other podcasts that review Adam and Thanos I'm not just talking about, like, one episode focusing on them, but on a regular type basis. Are there other Marvel Cosmic podcasts? I really don't know of any, but if you do, or if you do one, please let me know. All right, we ready to give you the Tumblr page, ready to give you the email. Of course, go to iTunes, leave a review, leave a comment on the Podbean site. You can find us on Facebook. We have a page there, you can like it. Just go type in the search box for Adam Warlock or Thanos. We'll pop up. On Twitter, you can follow us. We're at Adam Thanos Pod. Talk comics. I love doing that. Oh, and before I forget, I've also been on two other podcasts in the last week or two. So first of all, you can go over to the Two True Freaks podcast network and look for the show Is It Jaws? 
That's Paul Spataro's movie podcast. The most recent episode, number 73, he had myself and W. Blaine Dowler on to talk about a little movie called Avengers Endgame. You may not have heard of it. Very indie movie. And then also go on over to the Radelichin Broadcasting Network and look for the Source Material Podcast, episode 219, where I join the gang over there to talk about Avengers Forever. An awesome Avengers miniseries that if you have not read, personally, I think you should. Warlord Worlds. A fan podcast devoted to the comics of writer and artist Mike Grell, including The Warlord, John Sable, Green Arrow, Star Slayer, and Shaman's Tears. I'm Ruth. And I'm Darren. Please join us as we discuss the stories, characters, and art in the many excellent comics from writer and artist Mike Grell. Special episodes feature interviews with Mike Grell himself. And special segments feature great guests discussing the Legion of Superheroes. Listen at Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit warlordworlds.com. Warlord Worlds is part of the Rad Adventures Network at radadventuresnetwork.com. This show can now be found on Stitcher. In case you don't know what Stitcher is, Stitcher is Radio On Demand, a free app that lets you listen to all your favorite shows, plus discovered from 20,000 others. Available on iOS, Android, Nook, and iPad. Don't have Stitcher? Download it free today at Stitcher.com or in the App Store. Now that's the end of countdown number two and the end of this episode. So next time, as long as everything keeps recording... We'll be back with Infinity Countdown 3, as well as Infinity Countdown Captain Marvel one-shot, Infinity Countdown Daredevil one-shot, and issue one of the Infinity Countdown Darkhawk miniseries. All in one show? Yep. All right. Yep. That won't be next episode, though. No. Next episode is the Avengers Endgame episode. Oh. So this will be the one after that. Who are you doing that one with? Uh, John. John Wilson. Yep, John Wilson. Maybe somebody else. I don't know yet. I'm looking. I'm waiting to see if I hear back from some people. Cool. I'll listen to it a year from now when I watch the movie. Probably. Yeah. yeah there'll be spoilers. Yeah. So warning: if you have not seen that, that episode should be on out on or about May nineteenth. So if you have not seen Avengers Endgame by then and you do not want to be spoiled, don't listen to it. I think it's pretty uh, self-explanatory. If you don't want to know the outcome of a movie, don't watch. Don't listen to the reviews of a movie. Yes. Very good. Don't listen to an hour episode about that movie. Yes, because otherwise you'll find out about how Tony Stark and then Gamora with the... And then Rocket finds the... And then Batman. You had to ruin that part, damn it. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Resurrections, an Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast, is a fan-made production, and no copyright infringement is intended or happening or even understood.
The opening music for this podcast is Intro Pompeii by Lino Rise, and the closing music is Dark and Dramatic by DJ Puzzle. Both are licensed by the Creative Commons license. You can find Lino Rise at free-intro-music.com and DJ Puzzle at peaceloveproductions.com. Links to both can be found on the Tumblr page. I was going to say something you'll forget now. Stupid Hobbit. Oh, let's see. Maybe it was about the trailers. Because I saw the Godzilla trailer. That looked pretty cool. Awesome, actually. They're doing another Godzilla movie? Mm-hmm. It's a sequel to the one that came out a few years ago. No, I didn't see that one either. With uh, Brian Cranston. You know, Breaking Bad. Oh. No, I didn't see it. Yeah. Wait, did this I finish one... reading this comic? I hope Which so. Which one Wait, is did... Infinity Countdown number two. It's the one where the uh, Rocket has the fake Galactus. Yeah, I, I know. I read it. I read it recently. I was just, I don't know what I was on. It was just, it made it look like I was in the middle of it. No, I read, I, I mean, I know I read it before, but I wanted to read it again, and I did. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the new Godzilla movie has, like, Rodan and Mothra and, like, the three-headed dragon Ghidorah, like, and a couple other ones. But I think I saw the other Godzilla. I thought it looked stupid. No, the new one, the, the previous looks awesome. And the thing is, I didn't realize this is, while it's the sequel to the Godzilla movie, this is the third movie in their monster franchise. Oh, so they're going to do another one? Well, no, this is the third one. Even though it's oh, the second. They did another movie that came out between Godzilla and this one. What was it? Kong Skull Island. King Kong? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. The one that came out like about two years ago or three years ago. You know what that means is coming out? Because they already said this is coming. It's already been announced for next year. King Kong and Godzilla. Yup. Well, they already made a King Kong versus Godzilla. How oh, they made you... all the Godzillas. But that, now they're, redo, they're doing a modern version now. Yeah, but without that, people was, suits. that one was perfected. Yeah. With all their karate moves. <laughs> they demonstrated so many karate moves. Godzilla I, knows a lot of karate. I do admit that's one of the things I love about those old movies where Godzilla's like, grab people, <laughs> jumps up and down, all excited. Yeah, I don't know how you can. I don't know how you could beat that. You really needed to take that Godzilla and put it into these movies. You had the perfect Godzilla. That actually sounds like the best way. I, I wish I had the tech, the ability to do this. Okay, this is somehow going to be in the outtakes or something, because here's the thing. Anyone who has this editing ability, what you need to do is take, like, the new Godzilla movie, the one that came out already, that's on DVD, and edit in the 60s Godzilla. So it's still the same movie, but the Godzilla is that Godzilla. That's Godzilla, yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure that everybody but us could do that. Like, everybody, it's probably a simple task. Yeah. I know you can't do it, and I know I can't do it, but everybody else could do it. Yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing with that. Yeah. So somebody... With talent? Yeah. Do it, and please. And then that way we can do that for the new movie. Yeah. Now, the question is, what would be better? 
do you replace all the monsters of the original versions, or you just replace like one or two of the monsters? So you have like the new monster versus the old Godzilla. You really have to you have to look at the old and the new. Have to yeah, I have to look at it. I haven't even seen the new ones. Okay. Um, I have to look at it, and uh, we'd all have to look at it and determine. Yeah, I'm just curious. I'm just curious what would be more fun to have like all the old monsters fighting each other in this new movie, or just have like you know these two of the C- new CGI monsters fighting this old Godzilla. Yeah, that'd be hard to do. If you're doing that with Batman. I think the fun thing would be just replace Batman with the Adam West Batman, but have all like, you know, have him fight the Heath Ledger Joker. There you go. Because that would be fun. And then they would get sued, probably. (laughs) Copyright infringement. Here we come. Well, we're not selling it. Yeah, but you still get him copyright. You still get sued for putting that up on YouTube or something. No, the worst they do is to make you take it down. Hopefully. Yeah. Then just email it to me. I have all these ideas, but I don't know how to execute them. Yeah. I don't do details. I'm more concepty. Yeah. I'm the brains behind the operation. <laughs> I say do things, and then people do things. If I had minions, <laughs> I could get so much done. Yeah. It would be nice to have minions. Yes. Now, are you actually meaning minions, like real people, or are you talking about like minions like in... Uh... Just pick on me. You know, no, the, little yellow guys, the little yellow guys running around going, Babo! I didn't see Despicable Me. <sighs> the first one's really good. I think I saw the first one. I don't know. You should watch the first one. Yeah. I'm, I think I did, but that's how well it stayed in my memory. <laughs> Not at all. You're like, was that a movie? I forget. Didn't have uh, Will Ferrell in it? No. Who's in it? Steve Carell. Yeah, I saw it. 